Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the only podcast on the internet that was slapping the face harder than Will Smith. I'm your host for the night, Matt Dasher. I'm Ian. Oh, I'm getting high. Seth. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we started this like mid-inhale. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And today Sorry about that. Today we're going to be covering my pick of the week, which is season two of the <laughs> television show, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Um, <laughs> but first but before, we got some nerd but, news. But, yeah, but before we get started on that, um, yeah. Oh boy, do we ever. <laughs> and the, the, the only reason that we're allowing this to be part of nerd news is because we cover movies and television. And the Oscars celebrate movies and television, or just movies. And the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's got some hands. <laughs> now, uh, the internet is divided on whether or not this is real or fake. I am taking the stance that this happened. Oh, this is one hundred percent real. Uh, so, and I, and I even uh, I, I cover. I talked about this on the on the radio program that I work at. I was like, uh, once we discussed it was real or fake, let's assume that it was. And go from there. Because the end-all, be-all thing that happened is a performer was attacked by an audience member. That is the bare-bones thing that happened. I'm going to (laughs) need... You couldn't get high earlier? Yeah. So, Uh, yes. It it was assault on national television. It was. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I'll tell you this, Chris Rock, Chris Rock took it like a man. Yeah, because uh, people were people were saying, uh, you know, I wouldn't have let him do that on a, on a thrown hands at uh, Will Smith. If you watch the video very carefully, it does look like right after the slap, he gets his legs in the right position and he balls up a fist and looks like he's about to charge and then remembers where he is. Chris Rock handled it appropriately. Will Smith acted like a fucking bitch. And everybody, everybody that I've seen, they're like, stand up for your woman and all that. There's a time and a place. If someone <clears throat> talks shit about your woman at the bar, throw hands with that bar, with that person. This is the classiest event to take place all year, and he handled it so poorly. It was actually embarrassing. It's embarrassing to see someone that age that can't take a fucking joke. And not even a good joke, I'll be honest. No, it wasn't. I mean, I've seen... It was, it was you, so fucking tame. It was tame and outdated. <laughs> like, G.I. Jane, that's a 30-year-old movie. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I get it from both sides of the spectrum. Um, they, they, they both lost in this scenario. Um, no, I think... No, Chris Rock is the, is the clear winner here. Mm. Because... He didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion, uh, and I'm saying this as a stand-up comedian because that is I, 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 I that's how I was forced to view the situation. Is Will Smith just set a precedent that it's okay to attack someone violently as your first response to hearing something that you don't like at a performance? Ricky Gervais has said far worse things to no consequence. That's true. I looked at this as the stand-up comic in me and saying this is. Uh, rep- this is reprehensible behavior. It's unforgivable. I don't care if you were standing up for your woman. If you don't like something a performer has to say, do it the old school way and w- beat his ass in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't do that. He did what he did, and in meme gold alone, 
Oh man, the internet has yeah. been undefeated. Yes, that's the real winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The internet. The, the internet is one hundred percent the real the real winner here. No questions asked. Yeah, it's just because, uh, and a lot of people are like, well. Will Smith clearly liked the joke until he looked at Jada because she was not having it at all. Oh, and he's no, like, she was well, not I, happy about it. Yeah. I guess. Well, I guess I got to step in now. Yeah. Uh, and it was when I, I like I said, I'm, I'm all for standing up for your woman. But when violence is your first response and then you say where if, if Will would have just stuck, stayed in his chair and just not gotten up and yelled, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. People would be on, more people would be on his side. People still are, but I'm not because violence was his first response, and then he decided to to speak up. It's it's just fucking embarrassing. It is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you know, this this is a guy that uh, a lot of young kids look up to him. Mm-hmm. I like his like Will Smith, and that uh, it's just it's just bitchy fucking schoolyard behavior and i yeah no i don't condone it no i and i was i'm not even on chris rock's side on this one i'm like team will or team chris i'm team joke exactly because this is not how you're supposed to handle things And, and a lot of people in the industry are looking at this like obviously this isn't this isn't going to get out of hand like people are just going to start attacking p- comedians at, at comedy clubs but it's just it's made us realize that what we say has real world consequences but we were always of the belief that because we're joking we should be allowed to say almost anything yeah um, i get it but I mean, I mean, Rock, a lot of people don't get it. He could have looked sure right at not, Jada. Yeah, I'm sure this is not the first time a comedian's been attacked on stage after telling a tasteless joke, but it's the first time it's happened at the Oscars. Yeah, um, and, and that, uh, that's what that's what's making such a big deal about it is the people that were involved more so than the action, because I'm sure this well, isn't the first time the action has happened. Well, what people don't even understand is. Why are you attacking Chris Rock when do you not think for a second that everything he goes on that stage and says has to be vetted through uh, standards of practices? So mm-hmm. they're the ones that let him do that. They could have easily told him no, but he just went on and did what they thought would get a laugh out of people. And it's not like he just went up there and started attacking Jada. He was making fun of everyone. That's what hosts do. If you're yeah. in the front rows or they can see you, you're a target. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. It's not like he looked right at Jada and said, hey, what happened? You lose a bet? <laughs> yeah. He didn't attack her. He was, it was tongue in cheek. It, was, it, was, it wasn't even a funny joke. No, it wasn't. And people are like, well, you shouldn't make fun of people with medical conditions. And to that, I say, I can make fun of anybody. I'm a stand-up comedian. If I can tell it, if I can present it in a funny way, I can I can talk about anything that I want. And people are saying that you shouldn't make fun of people with those conditions. Chris Rock didn't know that she had that she had alopecia and she had to shave her head because it was patchy. She she just saw a bald Jada Pinkett Smith in the front row. Now, see, I don't believe that because and even, okay, even if, even if you don't, yeah. And I'm not and I'm not condoning. You know, I'm not making light of women or anyone who suffers from it. 
uh, it's not deadly. It's it's just an unfortunate thing that alters your appearance. Just fucking, I don't know. This uh. this is really shaking a lot of people. Clearly, but uh, from my Facebook page, and I'm friends with a lot of comics. They're all over the place. Me, I'm I'm not I'm like I said I'm neither Team Will or Chris. I'm just Team Joke. Mm. I stand by what he said because he had he had the right platform to say it. He was obviously joking, and Will Smith acted like a child. Uh, I mean, from my standpoint, I'm on neither team. All I can say is it gave me a good sense or, or a good bit of entertainment value from the whole situation. Because honestly, I had no idea that the Oscars were on at the time until no, no none of us did. None of us did because I don't watch the Oscars. The Oscars in and of itself, although it may be a classy event, it's a fucking joke. And what's funny always, is always has been the Oscars. The people is a fucking who, joke. The people who were thinking that this is staged to boost the Oscars ratings. No. Uh, do you think I'm? Do you think this is going to make me want to watch them next year? Because I'm not. No. I didn't watch any of the rest of it. I just watched that clip. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got, and then I moved up. That's all anybody watched. I don't know who won best editor or it's, I don't give a fuck. Well, apparently, sticking to nerd news, um, the Snyder Cut beat out Spider Man for what was it? Fucking. It was a fan vote. Fan vote. Yeah, and I was like, huh, okay, that's the thing that happened. The world is out. The world is stupid, and it's over. And I give yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just... you know, we we spent enough of our time on the Oscars. Um, the only other time that we've talked about the Oscars is when a movie that we covered did win Best Picture and, and Best Actor so, and Best Actor, and it was deservedly so. Oh, absolutely. And... Uh, that was see. That's the thing, though. Is like, I if if a movie I care about is nominated, I still don't watch the Oscars because I just hmm. Google it in the morning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all I do. I look at the list. Yeah, I'm like, who won? Did our did our did our man uh, Daniel Kaluuya win uh, Best Actor? Yes, he did. All right, fucking it, good for him. He was he deserved it. Yeah, on with my day. Yeah, exactly. Did uh, the movie win Best Picture? Yes, it did. All right, awesome. We felt on it with should. my day. We felt it should. That's why we covered it. On with our day. Yeah, my life was not changed on. by that. <laughs> yep. Speaking of moving on, season two of the Clone Wars, gentlemen. Um, Seth. I- Oh, you want to go with him first? Yeah, I went with you first last time. Mm. I don't remember. <laughs> Those that, that phrase may come up a lot during this. Oh, it, I know <laughs> it's going to. Oh man, uh, you know, season it, it's it's not as goofy as season one. There's still uh, droid humor, which I'll I don't give it like. A uh, couple of pretty good episodes, but. Uh, you know, it's still just a Saturday morning kids show. I will say that I like that it's more formulaic than it was in the first season. It's it's mm-hmm. not as episodic because some episodes run together to tell a decent story, I guess. But the characters have not improved for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anakin is a hypocrite. Obi-Wan is just unlikable. Ahsoka is a spoiled child. And... I just think I'm watching the Jedi like you people are the most unsympathetic characters I've ever seen. I don't care what happens to you just because of the way they 
they react to things. Like when there was an episode, I remember when Ahsoka and another Padawan got trapped under yeah. an explosion. And the other Padawan's master was like, oh, we got to move on. And, and Anakin was like, no, we're going to save them. And she was just like, let it go. Like, that's you really don't make me want to like the Jedi because I know they're all about separating themselves from feelings and all that. But that's really hard to do when you're given a fucking child to train and look after. Yeah, and this those, person was um, just like, fuck that kid. Those, those, <laughs> few those few episodes on Geonosis, that sequence you're talking about, um, were probably my favorite episodes of the season. Along I think with mine... Along with the Zillow Beast episodes. Mine was probably the first couple of episodes with Cad Bane and the Holocron because yeah, those those were real, there were real stakes involved. Yeah, yeah those were my favorite. Uh, yeah, they still have the I, most. I, loved, I loved his character design, too. Cad, Cad Bane, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it, I, I actually, it made me care about the implications of if they fail, even though right. I know what's going to happen to these people anyway. And, but I took myself out of that for a moment. I'm like, th these are real world stakes that you can get behind because the Holocron has the identity of every force sensitive child in the Republic, the future of the Jedi Order, which, I mean, granted, the Jedi Order has no future. Uh, <laughs> but it was an interesting dilemma that they had, it, it, that they could not fail. And if they did, so many bad things would happen. And they failed. And, and they, they did. Sort of. I mean, I guess. I mean, they did end yeah. up getting it back, and it wasn't copied. So, uh, I I don't know. I just it was it was that couple of episodes that made me think. Okay, maybe we're getting some good stuff, and then the rest of the show just happened. And I'm like, oh yeah, I hate these characters. I remember now. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think my main problem with the series is since it takes place during uh, the, the 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 timeline of the prequels, it leans really hard into that. Uh, that Jedi dogma that Lucas sh shit out of his asshole that you cannot love, you cannot have feelings, remove all attachment. You just, you instantly make the Jedi unlikable mm -hmm. and you, you completely distance yourself from the whole idea of a Jedi. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be compassionate and sympathetic and, and yeah, they're so wooden and, and dead inside. Yeah, and it's just it, it, it's it's creepy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've never had a show or movie tell me so hard to like my protagonist, and I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I hate these Jedi. They're fucking worthless. Yeah, the only the only two that I care about. And I and I, I mean I still hate them, but it's it's Anakin because he's the only one that has shown to be compassionate towards Ahsoka and Padme and whatever because he embraces his feelings. Mm -hmm. And I understand that you know you know feelings can lead to the dark side or whatever the fuck, but not the good ones, right? But it, yeah, it's, it's treated whenever he shows those those compassionate feelings. He is the show treats it as though he's disobeying and being mm -hmm. rebellious fuck you it's mm -hmm. such a it's such a bad way to represent uh this order of fucking space wizards it's, yeah it, it completely misses the point on how they should have been mm -hmm. it almost reminds me of that uh that movie that i with the name i just had in my head but it was a matrix ripoff with christian bale 
Uh, oh, equilibrium. Uh, yeah. Equilibrium. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like those Jedi are just taking those fucking pills that remove literally every single emotion, not just the bad ones, but the good ones. They're just unlikable because mm-hmm. they don't care about anything. There, I understand in season one when obi-wan was saying forget r2 he's just a droid because in the grand scheme yes he is just a robot but when you're doing this to living breathing things there it's almost like okay you know what obi-wan i liked you i really did but now you can go fuck yourself yeah the only other one in this season that shows even a semblance of remorsefulness or compassion is the one that you would least expect to see it out of, and that's Mace Windu when he figures out who it is that's trying to assassinate him. It's Boba Fett. It's child Boba Fett. Um, And he felt a sense of remorse and compassion for him because he knows that he killed his father. And he kind of feels like a dickhead about it at some point sometimes in those episodes. Um, I kind of like that aspect. I I like that episode. But that wasn't, Um, yeah, But it's just like, one tiny flashlight in the darkness of yeah. The, yeah. the fucking Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible because if this is honestly how our protagonists are going to be portrayed, I'm glad that the Jedi Order fucking uh, is no more because they are terrible at their jobs. They are so bad. Yeah, and you, you're, you're making me side with Vader. The whole yeah. time. Mm. Of course, of course, he turned against them. They're awful. And yeah, I, and, it, and it it almost opens because you're not given a whole lot of this in the prequel movies, but this one actually makes me feel bad for Anakin in Episode Three, where they're fighting, and he just goes, "From my point of view, the Jedi are evil." Because yeah, they are definitely portrayed that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, but, that, that's it, what. His 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 perception of evil is a little askew. Is askew. The yeah. Jedi, the Jedi objectively are portrayed as just they're they're so fucking indifferent. They're, they're like automatons. You you can't they they it's like they stand behind nothing. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. use their dogma to make anything they do fit into their realm of righteousness and it's it just it's oh no it just disgusts me it reminds me of fucking catholics so (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah but i i i think the and buddhists and and jewish people and pretty pretty baptists organized religion any other fucking religion yeah um i think the strength of the show in my opinion it's not necessarily the Jedi. It's not your Anakin's or your Obi-Wan's or your Mace Windu's or your Yoda's. It's the new characters that you're introduced to, like Cad Bane. He's a very interesting character. Um, I like Cad Bane a lot. Um, I don't like what they did with him in the Boba Fett series because that was trash. Well, (laughs) even then, he was was never really... He was only interesting because he was threatening. He has no character, really, except for, I'm a bad guy and I want money. All right, cool. I yeah. All right. I mean, other than that, personality-wise, I could give a fuck if they killed yeah. him or not. Obviously, I know he's, they're not going to because I saw Book of Boba Fett. But, but, but sometimes, sometimes you need that bad guy that you know, yeah. is twirling his mustache and sure. is just being an asshole just to be an asshole. He's yeah. How bad can he be? That's that's fun. Right. Right. It is. 
Um, I think the, uh, the the thing that I like is the thing that kept me going was it's it's not the action's not that terrible. It's actually quite fun, but yeah, after a while, it becomes the same thing, which is what got very clear in this season because I was just seeing a bunch of the same stuff that I'd seen before. It's like, okay, another battle scene. Great. There's a Jedi or two that are, that's leading the charge. It got very, very repetitive. Yeah. Mm. And here, here's the other thing too. I think, I think one of the cruxes of the show and a huge mistake throughout the whole Clone Wars arc is making the Jedi Republic military generals. Yes. I should have been, in between both sides, trying to stop both of them. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's and then that's what leads to the end of the Jedi. Everybody just turns against them. Yeah, right. because they say they're guardians of the peace, but they're fighting in a war. Yeah, against yeah. one side. Peace is mm-hmm. not peace. Yeah, that's not how peace works. Peace and peace happens when a war ends, and you finally sit down and talk, and we're like, "All right, fuck it, we're done." Yeah, and, and and they want to kill General Grievous with extreme prejudice, and Count Dooku, and Count Dooku. They don't want to capture them. Mm-hmm. They want to kill them. Make no mistake. Yeah, it's just the the Jedi's are fucking hypocrites. They they absolutely yeah. are. And another thing that I don't like about this show is it does not even attempt to give us anything new when it comes to the force it's just like okay here's another action scene for you yeah more superpowers yeah Mm -hmm. great well and it's always the same superpower they can they can move shit with their mind none of the cool stuff that that are in the books um we did get to explore mandalore a little bit in this season mandalore looked cool yeah i like i like mandalore's design very very uh regal and very regal yeah, yeah I like very that. regal yeah kind of like, 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 like a mix between like like uh uh imperial france and imperial england right sure together. yeah i yeah. like a lot I, I i don't think i have a complaint about any new location that we've seen but we had to go back to geonosis which i've already seen i'm just and i'm like oh, i don't care but when i get to see a new planet i've never seen i'm interested i'm like okay cool a new civilization how do they live how do they look how do they how do they act and walk around which is why one of my favorite probably my favorite episode of the season is the zillow beast episode the first one um was it designed a little bit wonky yeah yeah well there's i mean the the that i'll bring i was going to bring that up later but i'll do it now um i i i i think the animation for its time was not held up to the the right standards because even Jimmy Neutron looked better than this. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say was, that it, right now. It wasn't a very cool. It wasn't a very great looking monster, but the concept behind it and the way it was, you know, the Jedi actually did feel a little bit of sympathy for this monster because it was the last of its kind. And of course, Palpatine wants to use it as a weapon, um, and it's just trying to fucking survive. Yeah, he's not a bad to- guy, is he? No, right. And then it gets to Coruscant and starts wrecking shit on Coruscant. And a um, couple of good episodes, I thought. Yeah, but as a whole... Better, the, than, season, better than season one or no? Well, yeah, because of the yeah. things that I said about how it being formulaic, more formulaic and less episodic. Mm-hmm. But was it enough to make me want to keep watching? I will say that my interest is not 
gone, but I'm going to elect that I be allowed to watch this on my own and say we stop covering it now. And when when I'm done, I'll, I mean, we can talk about it all you want to, but sure. I'm going to watch this at my convenience from now on. Hard same. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So but, we yeah. will. Uh, I don't want to be covering a single television show for the rest of the year. Right. Because mm. <laughs> there's definitely five more seasons left. So, all right. So, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to stop our coverage of this television series. We're going to watch well, it on leisure. I, I also do want to see. I also do want to see what other uh, picks you had rattling around in your head because. Oh, I've this got is going to take up like this is going to take up like seven weeks of your picks, which times three because you only get one pick every three weeks. Exactly. We ain't got time for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so, um, I've got a list, and I will announce. With with that being said, I will announce my uh, next pick after you two gentlemen announce your picks, of course. Uh, well, we've talked about it for about two weeks now, and I am I remain steadfast. Uh, our next pick, which is mine, we will be covering the YouTube series Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Now, Seth and I talked about Dragon Ball Z. Uh, probably one of our first 10 episodes that we ever did mm-hmm. on this podcast. And we all, and we said back then Dragon Ball Z abridged needs to be addressed because if you're a fan of that, you're, a, you, you, and you, if you've seen Dragon Ball Z abridged, you cannot hate it. It's just, it, it pays the ultimate respect. Mm-hmm. Rebel, what do you got after that? After that, I figure we were going to watch the, we're going to watch a remake. Okay, is this a? Uh, are we, are, is this one of those old versus new, or are we just no, watching the remake? No, we're we're just we're just watching the remake because it stars Mr. Jeff Goldblum. We're going to watch the Fly. The Fly. All right, all right. I've never okay. seen the original The Fly. I've only seen the Jeff Goldblum with Vincent. Film. With Vincent yeah, Same I've never here. seen the one with Vincent Price either. Um, Same I'm here. glad you. I'm glad you didn't make that an old versus new because that's what my pick is going to be. Oh. Okay. And, and old versus new. We're going to watch old boy versus old boy. Oh God. I don't know what that is. All right. Well, you'll find out and you'll find out. Time. Yeah. What the fuck have you I don't even know what that is. How do I not know? Old boy, Let's... the original. It's a Korean film, Seth? If I, if I know, or is it Japanese? No, it's I think it's either Korean or Indonesian. Yeah, I think it's Korean. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 different. fucked up, is what it is. It's very fucked up. And then the remake. In what way? You'll, um, see. you'll I can't you'll tell finish. you. <laughs> yeah, and then the remake, which is the American version, which came out a few years ago, starring Thanos and the Scarlet Witch, um, <laughs> which <laughs> which I have not seen, mind you. Uh, so that'll be a first viewing for me. And I've only seen the original old boy maybe twice. And it's been a very long time. So I just remember, like Seth said, it's a very fucked huh. up film. Yeah. I've never seen I, it all the way through in one sitting. Mm-hmm. But I have seen the whole film. Yeah. All right. Uh, is this is, is this, is this going to be gross? You'll just have to wait. And You'll see have to see. Break. Yeah. God damn it. Somebody fucking... Give me something to work with here. All right. Uh, I'll just watch the fucking film, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah. So we got quite a bit to do in a couple weeks. Uh, yep. Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. Abridged will only it, uh, realistically probably take you about seven hours. 
Uh, right. They, they do have all the, the entire collection. Uh, and you don't have to watch the movies. Uh, right. As, as much as I would like to discuss those, we're staying strictly with the story because right. they're not canon. Yep. Even though Dragon Ball Z Abridged does make them canon, which is hilarious. And also, <laughs> that is us. also next week, we have uh, the first episode of the Disney Plus show, Moon Knight. Yeah, I am. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm worried about what's going to happen to you, Dasher, if they fuck this up. So am I. Uh, <laughs> because are, because are I, know, all... I, know, I know Moon Knight is like your man. Yeah. And are we going to cover Morbius or no? I I don't even know fuck I mean if we if we do we're implementing the 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 same rule the the law basically yeah, that we that law. we set forth I, uh, I so, don't I don't want to buy a theater ticket to see it let me put it that way Well you bought you bought my ticket for the Batman so if we're going to do this we're going to we're going to have to see it in the theater so I I, I guess I got your back on that one because you you did pay for my ticket. All right. Oh boy! So it, so so ha, so so has been spoken. So it shall come to pass. Um, the law, as it's going to be referred to going forward, <laughs> that's like one of our placed, only laws, has been placed down, and Morbius will be covered next week as well. Whoa! 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 No! No! I am not doing that. I will. I will easily push it to the week after if that's fine because I got shit I want to oh, do. Oh sure, okay, yeah, no problem. Then the week after, all right. So It'll, next week. We'll just say soon. Soon. Yeah, soon. Soon. Yeah, that'll work. That way, when we, we like when when we get to it, it's fucking Morbius for God's sake. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even that it's Morbius. It's that it's Jared Leto for me. <laughs> I could give a fuck about Jared Leto's acting career. I really could. Mm. Just stick like I like. I like you in Thirty Seconds to Mars just fine. I don't love the band, but you'll have a few hits that I like. But your acting career is not doing it for me, man. And for those who watched it, and I know you two didn't, the deleted scene from the Batman was the best part of the movie, in my opinion. And that's all I'll say about that. Well, you can go straight up and fuck yourself. What the Jesus? Yeah, that uh, me and Seth were like, I bet Dasher's going to tell us that we that we should watch it for nerd news. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. That you don't have that, to. That deleted scene to. will never get in a, a second of my attention. Well, because it's going be- to because don't when they release care. It's going because when they release the director's cut Blu-ray, it will be in the film. I guarantee it. I don't care. <laughs> now, does it need to be in the film? No, no, it doesn't. But they're going to put it in there. We don't have to have the Joker for the next villain. It should be Black Mask. No, no. It- it's not giving. It's not setting up the Joker as the next villain. It's not. It's just. It's just uh, them talking for for the sake of we didn't have the Joker in the movie for long enough because our exactly. fans apparently demanded the Joker. Exactly. And whoever That's those people are, fuck y'all, dude. The Joker That's... needs to stop this whole thing. Give him a break. Give him. I say, give him. He he. he however many Batman films we're going to get in the next ten years. Let's say in the next ten years we get five Batman movies. He should be out. He should be absent from the first fucking three or four. All right, because the Joker does not have to be everywhere. I'm. I'm not. I am not getting into this conversation again. I. But fucking, I, I, I'm not getting. I'm not getting dragged back into this. I do like what they did with him in this deleted scene, and I. I feel just like, said I'm not doing this with you. Well, <laughs> I can't. I mean, yeah. The Joker is like Star Wars. It's just gonna piss me off the more we talk about this. <laughs> 
All right. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.